All right. It's all happening. <laughs> Every hi, time. Everybody. Every hi. time. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better with Joel and Steve podcast. Uh, my microphone is still not working, so I'm using my nerdy game headset. So this could sound terrible, but. Yeah, it'll I'll, be all right. Yeah, maybe. It'll be all right. Joel's, you, it might, you might just have to, you know, kind of squint your ears a little bit tonight. Yeah. Sorry about it, y'all. It's all, yeah, I, I almost I almost threw my microphone we, into the trash, and Steve said, no, he's going to take a look at it. I'll so we'll take see. a look at it. Uh, we called Beyond Burger to see if we get some microphone money, but weirdly, they just didn't return the call. I was on a I was on hold for like two hours and kept pressing <laughs> one and you two. Waited, and no, you waited two hours? No. <laughs> no, I didn't call them. But hopefully, maybe they just sent us money. Um, we need to get a whole, we need to get a touring mixing board and some new microphones so mm-hmm. um yeah man uh welcome to the podcast how are you how are things uh, things are good man i i i'm kind of i'm a little fatigued tonight mm-hmm. um just due to the fact that i've invaded chicago with my family for the last four <laughs> days and uh we tried to do as much as we possibly could yeah while we were there and uh it was great you know but i kind of feel like you know day one back at work from that and I got a couple situations there. So I like, I really kind of need a vacation from the vacation, which I realize is just a ridiculous thing to say, but right. I, I really could just, I need to, I need to get some actual sleep. I feel I'm that. good. You know, I mean, I had an amazing time and it was really nice to go someplace and do something. And mm. it's really cool. Everybody have a good time. I think everybody had a great time. I think that I, I, I you know, I went full Clark Griswold. <laughs> Um, I did. I just did Friday. Like I wanted to do all the things and it was just too much. And we capped off the day with a concert, mm. which, you know, ran, it was late, you know, and yeah, yeah, my kids were pretty over it halfway through understandably. So, you know, sure. So, um, but, but, you know, the next day they were in the concert t-shirt. So I took that as a good sign. So, yeah, they had a, yeah. they had a good experience. I mean, that's a lot to take in for any you it know. was because they literally got their mind blown by Chicago all day long from about eight thirty in the morning until eleven thirty at night. Yeah, I really want to get to the the Dark Star Orchestra show, but like you kind of mentioned, your kiddos haven't really been to a large metropolitan area before, right? Is no, that correct? never. I mean, well, I mean Denver when they were teeny tiny, you know. Sure, right. Well, and right. Orlando, we did the Disney thing. Oh yeah, six yeah. years ago. So it's been a while. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Dude. And that's a very different quote big city thing than being in downtown chicago yeah downtown chicago is it's real is, it's it's got a presence that is um lo- it looms over you yeah it, yeah, yeah it works inside of you it's yep. it's and i love it like i love being down there i don't i've never lived there so i can't speak to what that but like our hotel was across you know it was just we could from our hotel room we could see this luxury apartment building that had mm-hmm. this amazing um, rooftop, like swimming pool, garden, cabana, oh, dog yeah. walking, barbecue, bar situation mm-hmm. where they're like mm-hmm. private cabanas with TV. It's just nuts. I've, I've never mm-hmm. seen anything quite like it. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just kind of gawked at that, you know, because it was right outside our hotel room. Like Friday night, there was a woman playing like electric violin art music. Very cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it was amazing just as a, an, an amenity. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Fair thing you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that is a very different, um, I would say, downtown 
living experience than some of the other people that live downtown. Right. Yes. Yeah. The, you know? dispar- the disparity of all the neighbors of, a, of downtown yes. Chicago is clear and present. Yeah. Yes. And that was yeah. something that, um, I mean, I lived outside of Washington, DC for a number of years mm-hmm. in a part where there was not a lot of disparity because it was all very, um, upper middle class, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like Dave Chappelle talks about looking over the river with binoculars, you know, mm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like yeah, that, that, that rings true. Yeah. Um, but like, um, yeah, I mean, that was really as a father, as a middle-aged American white male person that was on vacation mm-hmm. in Chicago, like mm-hmm. that disparity was really mm. obvious and glaring and at mm-hmm. times painful you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had to have talks about like, um, why is that? Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's very hard for, you know, young minds to wrap their heads around things like economic equality and mm. slave trade and mm-hmm. how, you know, what happened after the civil war and what pro yeah. laws and redlining and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. You can't wrap that into a 30 second soundbite which and makes that, the case yeah. makes the case steve and <laughs> I mean, this is a to- whole tangent but why the idea of critical race theory ought to be taught in our public school <laughs> in our school system no that's not necessary joel oh god <laughs> like we I, right but yeah, I, I had that thought while we were there like this is exactly why it needs to be taught yes because there's systematic reasons why the disparity is so stark right well joel Let's just sweep that under the rug and get well, yeah. on and, and get on to making America great again. Well, yeah. dude, the, the 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 narrative around that right now is that like that's that's divisive. That's horseshit. <laughs> I know. I love it though. It's like of course oh, it's divisive. Of course like, it's supposed to be divisive. All of a sudden the the conservative right wants to be, well, we just want to include everybody. We don't want to be divisive. That's, that critical that's total race and utter horseshit. So how do you, I mean, how do you handle that? I mean, like, well, I don't, best, I don't have best, kids. So I, how do thing, you handle that? The best that? thing that I could come up with was to say that there were people in that, in the area, like in, but in the area, I mean, within our area, the mm-hmm. 20 foot diameter around us mm-hmm. desperately, desperately needed help that they were absolutely never going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of the situation. Mm. Wow. Right. Yep. That's and that's the truth, man. Like you're telling your kids the truth. I mean, that's yeah, that's intense. And, so, and then we and then we went went into Institute of Art and we did some Monet paintings. You saw priceless works of art. <laughs> we. we <laughs> what'd you What'd you do today, Cameron? Nothing, what'd you see today? Nothing good. <laughs> that's yeah, cool I had I had that instrumental version of. Please let me get what I want by the Smiths in my head the entire time mm-hmm. we were in the art museum. I couldn't you, help it. You you can't look at that stained glass installation piece and not just go there. Or the the Sunday in the park. Which yeah, was, it was the Sunday yeah. in the park that got me. Yeah, yeah. And it was nice to it was nice to hear that without Morrissey whining. <laughs> just to the nice please, instrumental. Please, yeah, please. shut up, man. <laughs> Lord knows it would be the first time. Oh God! Right, that poor, that poor guy. He's really sad. No, it's not. Uh, 
Wow. So then, so what was, what, what else about that trip was, was exciting and fatiguing? I mean, it sounds like oh, it looked, Lord. From, from what you showed me and what you were sharing with us, it looked like well, you the, guys the, really the, did it. You did all thing, of it. Well, and that's, and actually Holly's mom, my wife's mom said when we were, uh, cause the landlords watched the dog while we were gone said like, she kind of gave me a compliment, like way to go planning that. Mm. Cause if you don't do that, then you just end up wandering around. Yeah. And I've done yeah. that in Chicago I've, and it's yeah. miserable. I did. I kind of did that in DC once and it was kind of miserable. It's miserable. Kinda... Like you find yourself like, I don't know where I am or what I'm supposed to be doing right now. This is horrible. Mm -hmm. And so I really had pretty clearly defined ideas of like, I want to see these things. And we did. So was that your Clark? That was your Clark Griswold. Yeah. Energy. I mean, we skipped the largest ball of mud, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that was just <laughs> it. Like we kind of find ourselves Friday morning realizing we wanted to go to intelligentsia and get some coffee. Mm. So we went there and that was kind of a bust because mm. of COVID. Like we didn't get the full, you know, the full intelligentsia experience because they just dumped it in a paper cup. Oh, right. With a lid on it. And then also the, girls wanted something but they didn't really they don't do frappuccinos at intelligentsia you know what i'm saying right right so they got some tea that did that they didn't like so we're standing outside of intelligentsia it's like 8 30 in the morning and we realized that uh the museum we we're going to didn't open until 10 30 ah so yeah. i'm like we have venture cards let's go up to wrigley oh yes so we hopped nice. on the red line and went up to wrigley field and mm -hmm. um and that was one of the things like I told, this is kind of a funny thing is I told the girls, like when we're downtown, don't like you, people may try to engage you in some sort of transaction. Do mm -hmm. not look at them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like just mm -hmm. keep walking. It's mm -hmm. fine. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then we get up to Wrigley and, uh, there's a, we want to take a picture in front of the big, you know, the Wrigley field, sign. the marquee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The marquee. And, uh, mm -hmm. and this dude, there's like, Hey man, I'll take a picture of your family. And I'm like, no, nah, it's all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, i'm not giving you my phone forget it you yeah. know and right. it turns out he and he and he he was good he was good man he was working with that streetwise organization oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's really like it's legit and i had heard streetwise when he said streetwise i'm like oh yeah okay i'll talk to you for a second mm -hmm. and so i ended up giving him five bucks i venmoed him five bucks mm -hmm. and he took a picture of us and it was really nice you know mm -hmm. oh, but this cool. so the girls were looking at me like I thought you said like, <laughs> yes, but there are exceptions to every rule. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like this, mm -hmm. I felt I understood once he said who he was with, I'm like, okay, this is a different situation. Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, so then we went into, from there, it was like, really, there was nothing to do because we weren't going into Wrigley, you know? Yeah. Right. So we hopped back on the red line and went to, uh, there was a game that day. There was. Yeah. yeah They're playing the cards at like <laughs> one o'clock. I think Bill Murray sang the uh, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Dude, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I've been saving that one. I'm pretty sure oh. that was the. I'm pretty sure that was the day. Was that Friday or Saturday? That was Friday. Okay, then it might have been Saturday. Then. Saturday. See that made, that even makes it hurt worse. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, God, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that trip sucks now. <laughs> I just ruined your trip retroactively. But we went, uh, we walked into Lincoln Park. Yeah. And just went and walked through that neighborhood just yeah. to be in a neighborhood. And yeah. partially because I really kind of wanted to get, selfishly wanted to get a picture in front of the, the Chicago Getaway Hostel. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. I was wishing I had a guitar. 
right. um, just to recreate that iconic photo from 2013. It really was iconic. It's, it really was. It's just uh, it's a masterpiece, really. I just think so. you, you're so happy because you you bailed on I the natural bailed history. on everything and did what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, and then we ate a bourgeois pig, which was really fan- delicious. Oh, actually, yes, very good. I was torn between the hot dog place down the street and bourgeois pig, and I'm like, no, nah, we got to do the pig. Yeah, you made the right choice there, yeah, especially yeah. with the girls. You know, uh-huh. you yeah. and I, let's go get, let's go eat trash. But right, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I the whole time I did, I got, I the only hot dog I ate was at the Museum of Science and Industry, and that place <laughs> is amazing. That hot dog was not. Oh, right. I don't think was, they're known for their hot dogs, Steve. They're not. Well, they, do we pay? We paid $67 for two chicken sandwiches, a hot dog, and like a veggie burger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, the hot yeah. dog wasn't even Vienna beef in Chicago. It's like, you're no. killing me. No. You're you killing came me. To, yeah. Yeah. Exit through the gift shop, buddy. Spend the money. But, uh, but so here's the other thing is um, I saw a U-boat. Oh. And that's kind of one of my things. I saw the movie uh, Das Boat many, yeah. many years ago, and I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it again. And I knew that there was like a a submarine thing in the museum. So mm-hmm. that's kind of part of the reason. But I had like when we walked in there, it, there were a couple exhibits that really felt like the Lincoln Children's Museum level sure. of. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, boy, this is yeah. so far not great, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so we go into this, start working our way into the, the submarine exhibit. And there was a couple of films playing about this heroic capture of a U-boat. And I'm like, yeah, OK. Then we come around this corner into this hall where U505 is sitting. The whole thing. Yeah, right. Captured U-boat, World Mm -hmm. War II German Mm U-boat. Not a Mm mock-up, the actual boat. Wow. Yeah, it's really quite an incredible story and quite an incredible. It's been in Chicago since 1954. Mm -hmm. But I had... So here's the thing. I had... um, a similar experience looking at that is I did standing underneath the Enola Gay in the Edvar Hazy Museum outside of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was to say, like, I almost started crying. Mm, mm. Just at the just at the sheer magnitude of the of the vehicle or well, because of its war significance. Yes. Or? And yes. Yeah. Like to yeah. stand underneath the actual aircraft. That yeah. dropped the atomic bombs on Japan yeah. in World War II. That's not an insignificant place to be. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, that was a long time ago. I think that was. I think that was when Holly and I were went out there when we were engaged. So it's been mm-hmm. a long time ago. But um, like I remember that feeling of just the gravity of looking at that machine. Right. And right. I had a very similar experience looking at this U-boat, which is, it's just a gigantic killing machine. Right. Yeah. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. That's what it's designed to do. Right. And, 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 and so here's where the, the head job comes in is that if anybody out there hasn't seen the movie DOS boat, I know I've said this before, you need to watch DOS boat. Make sure you got a good subwoofer. Um <laughs> Because it, it's from the perspective of, quote, the bad guys. Yeah. And yet mm. the, the overwhelming message that comes through is they're just men mm-hmm. doing a really horrible job. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, that they probably aren't going to uh, survive. Yeah, I saw I saw kind of a, um, you know, one of those political memes that kind of makes you puts things in perspective when you're talking about like war machine war, you know, ma- ah, weapons and all of that stuff. I saw this it's a picture of this guy shooting one of those javelin missiles, right? Mm-hmm. Those like those essentially anti ground to air anti-aircraft missiles that you can fire one soldier can fire. Yeah, yeah. And it's got it's just after they he launches it and it's like each javelin missile itself is about eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Shot by a man who doesn't make that no at people who will never, never make, that. make that. Yeah. 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 Well that's the and that's the thing that really is so like in America Hollywood in America has a history of making pro war pro America. We're always the good guy kind yeah. of thing where we just go in and we kick some ass, you right. know, That's right. and, 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 and fine, whatever. But the thing about this DOS boat movie is that it's made by a German mm-hmm. about Germans. And, um, uh, at the end of it, like they're like, we're supposed, we as like good Americans are supposed to think good. You're mm-hmm. dying. Your ship mm-hmm. sunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And that's mm-hmm. absolutely not the feeling mm-hmm. that I have watching that movie. Right. Yeah. Right. They're, yeah. they're humans, they're people and the, the humanity of that movie and of the people in that situation, in that machine, yep. um, really that's the driving force of the movie i mean some of the the effects and the whatever are it's it's neat it's you know like oh wow it's kind of amazing they can make that you know make you feel the claustrophobia right the comfort of your couch but that's not i mean that's a sideshow to the human story involved sounds sounds very similar to the kind of perspective on war that kurt vonnegut writes about in slaughterhouse five yeah you know what i I mean like yeah that's the kind that's what that's what because i read that book uh, right after in 2000, blah, 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 probably 2000, end of 2001, 2002, yeah. we started, we started just invading Afghanistan and Iraq again. And it was like, and I remember sitting, I remember sitting at Hazel Abel park before, mm. before a Monday night men's meeting, mm. reading that book, crying, mm-hmm. just finishing it. I was just like, that is such a fucking incredible perspective on just that war is hell Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean and it's Mm -hmm. it's pointless i mean you can make the argument i guess that it is it has a point but in the end it's pretty pretty pointless right well that's i uh well as in war the victor only seemed to win exactly Yeah. yeah um so yeah i mean that was i it, as nice as it was to sit in downtown Chicago and eat Lou Malnati's pizza and oh man yeah, yeah yeah I mean that was amazing and we and so here's the thing is like the other thing is like we one night we walked along the Miracle Mile Saturday yeah. early evening you know yeah. Yeah. and walked by all the expensive hotels and all and Tiffany and Company and went into you know downtown Nordstrom's and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. went and looked at at you know jewelry that cost five times more than my house and right. And, and, and you walk outside of that and there's people begging for money. Yeah. Yeah. Panhandling. You know? Yeah. And, and so it's kind of, and, uh, and it wasn't even like, like aggressive panhandling is annoying to me. Sure. 
but people just standing there very humbly just holding out a cup like that's yeah. the stuff that gets me you know and so think, just again that disparity is like i mean because i've been melting. i've been to cities with you i've been to chicago with you i've been yep. to you know other denver and other places yeah, with yeah. You. Do you think you have, do you always have that sort of feeling or was it amplified because your family was with you? That's a great question. And the answer, you know is what I, mean? th- I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, because I was seeing things through my kids eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or what I would interpret. I mean, I will what the hell do I know they're thinking, but you know, you, it's what you think they're thinking. Yeah. Well, kind of, and just like, like the, I mean, we have a very, um, stable day-to-day existence mm-hmm. we're not running a lot of, across a lot of you know uh systemic poverty issues in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and where we go you know what i'm saying like that's mm-hmm. not really a thing right and yeah. uh you know i didn't really bring it up with the girls very much but um we had some downtime saturday so i was just watching uh you know sh- chicago's going through a really horrible uh violent streak this last few years and it's getting really bad already this summer mm. um multiple murders every weekend they were trying to some community organizers i can't remember the date sometime in august where they were aiming to have a day where nobody got killed you wow. know that's the goal kind of, nobody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah nobody yeah. getting murdered that day that day yeah right. and um and you know <sighs> it, watching news clips and things it's it was very very frustrating to see like for example the police chief of chicago blaming um well and i god i felt like i was watching the wire um Mm, mm -hmm. in real life um where the police chief was blaming the judges for releasing a thousand habitual violent criminals back onto the street with an ankle bracelet Mm -hmm. and the Mm. police chief was like what am i supposed to do if the judges are putting them back on the streets Mm. And and in my head, I thought, well, yeah, I get that, but Mm -hmm. that's a very much like a a Band-Aid thing. Yeah. Like, that's such a small part of the problem, Mm -hmm. which is generational and systemic. Yes. Yes. And and that's the part that is so, like, I I just is disheartening isn't the right word, but it's like uh, my head just hurts. Like, how? How does that get reversed where we have generations? Because I, I mean, I'm old enough now to remember the crack baby hysteria, mm-hmm. which is exactly what that was. It was right. propaganda. It was hysteria. Mm-hmm. It was largely not fact-based. It was just mm-hmm. scary, but, scare tactics and yeah, hundred percent othering and all it, of that. Yeah. 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 It was like reefer madness on steroids. Um, mm-hmm. That has been largely refuted as being not a thing mm-hmm. um but the so like the so my point is that i like i'm i'm old enough now to where those kids have had kids yeah and sometimes yeah. those kids have had kids and they don't like there's no opportunity right there's no opportunity mm-hmm zero none not, there, there isn't even a grocery store yeah, that's, I mean, like, yeah. let alone <laughs> the opportunity to just go get a job. You know, mm-hmm. I remember there's a Bloom County cartoon from like 1982 where some news anchor woman person is talking to a 
young African-American on the street and is asking him, like, why? Why don't you just go get a job? Mm-hmm. And he looks at her and he said, well, because I could make two dollars and eleven, you know, two dollars and eleven cents an hour, maybe working at McDonald's 10 miles away. Or I can make a thousand dollars this afternoon. Right. Right. Because because the system is rigged to try to keep people who are not uh, the 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 who are not us. Right. Yeah, <laughs> essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. who are right. not who are not uh privileged white dudes uh it's designed to keep folks from actually succeeding and man mm-hmm. you i mean the litany of things that you listed earlier like yeah, redlining and the way the country was designed post civil war and mm-hmm. jim crow laws and segregation and and everything the educational system and all yeah. the things voter suppression now is the new I mean, that is, yeah. So there's, there's, yeah. And it's like, and so you know, when he, he, I took a, this is kind of, I swear this has a point, but I took a jazz appreciation class mm-hmm. in community college in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and I like, this is something that I had never thought about. I'd mm-hmm. never thought about, but the instructor was like, how many black people have you seen on TV in your life? Mm-hmm. And what roles did they have? Mm-hmm. Like, who was the protagonist? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, it, the best we could do was Jimmy Carter. Mm. That, is that the guy? Did I say it right? You said Jimmy Carter. No, and no, I'm no, Jimmy. Uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking, God dang it. Uh, Jimmy Walker. Thank you. Not Jimmy. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, He's out yeah. building houses being a dude. <laughs> yeah. He was that white president in the last part of the 70s. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. Yeah. Dynamite. Yep. Exactly. In the ghetto, yeah. Was that I mean, show the, good? Was that good time? Good times, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and like that was something that I'd never thought about. Like, how would you feel if you were growing up and you turn on the TV and everything you see about your people mm-hmm. is this stereotype? Is a stereotype an entertainer or a or a? Uh, uh, or a basketball player yeah exactly or or an athlete yeah, yeah or on the evening news is being projected as like you said the 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 hysteria of the you know crack baby myth right. or whatever so it's like you know we may be getting into the weeds yeah but, I think that's safe to say but i think i think what is really pretty powerful of what you're experiencing and why this conversation blossomed from just you're taking your family to chicago was that you saw the world as you knew it, but you also had to like, it's that like undeniable empathy with your children and family to be like, uh, they're going to want to know why this particular part of the world may look different than mm-hmm. Lincoln America. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, like, yeah. and why is that? And you know, what are these things I'm seeing that I don't normally see? And we go down to, Ivana Cone to get ice cream in the middle of the night. We don't see some of the things you see in Chicago in the middle of right. the night yeah. or New or York in city the middle of the day. Exactly. And I mean, um, they, they, this was, you know, their introduction to mentally ill, mentally ill people on the, on the street corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Begging for help from, yeah. <laughs> from who exactly. Yeah. And so that was, uh, you know, I mean, it was hard to escape that i guess emotionally for me um but you know you mentioned like when we go to concerts like we don't really have that experience it's because frankly 
like the worst neighborhood we've gone to is Lincoln Park, <laughs> which is really nice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Like I remember, yeah. I remember on that trip when we were staying in Lincoln Park. Like I don't understand what that band was so mad about because really, yeah. it's, this is really nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a really nice part of town. Yeah, I don't think it was always that way, but it's been gentrified, which is a whole sure. other podcast. But right. yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah, that's the. I don't that's know. So really, I guess what I'm, what, what has, what I'm trying to articulate is I just had this really huge amount of empathy yeah, mm. for all of the suffering in mm. that beautiful, wild, amazing city mm -hmm. that I, I could not emotionally not, I couldn't not acknowledge that. Yeah. And I think that I mean, to kind of go off of the deep end of that, that if, um, like you said, you get to a point where it's like, it can almost snap your brain where it's like, what can I do about any of this? Um, you can't do anything until you see it clearly. And that's right. like, that's a mindfulness meditation sort of, that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of chewing on lately is that, you know, you don't, you don't have, nobody has a spiritual path. Let me rephrase that. A lot of people have a spiritual path in order to fix themselves. I, I'm like, I'm starting to realize that a spiritual path for me is more about, I, you know, the highest rank I'm going to get in any of that deal is if I can see things clearly. Oh. And if, if I can see things clearly, then I got a shot at doing something, doing, mm -hmm. doing what you can do in my little corner of the world. But if you try to say, well, I can't fix systemic racism, I can't fix redlining or voter suppression, I can't fix, you know, I can't fix the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, but I, what can I do in my corner? Right. You know what I well, mean? Well, right. I mean, that's put your good, uh, put your good where it'll do the most. Yeah, dude. And I think that like you being able to it, tell your kids the truth about what's going on like yeah this is a very privileged experience we're having and but there are some that can afford to walk into that jewelry store and buy a few things and it not affect them at all at all and they can walk right pot walk right by the the suffering on the street corner and that doesn't affect them at all either and mm -hmm. you know being able to express that to your kids i think is is very useful no, instead of just saying instead of just saying you need to be afraid of this it's like hey right right this right. is what's up you know? And that, that was something that like we had to talk about, mm -hmm. like nothing bad is happening here. This is just something outside of your experience. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's applicable <laughs> everywhere. Right. You and know what I mean? And so that's, I think that's, that's why, I mean, it was important to me. It's important. I was fortunate enough growing up that I got to travel quite a bit just with my family. Mm -hmm. We went someplace cool every summer for one reason mm -hmm. or another, you know, mm -hmm. usually my dad had a meeting or something. So we, you know, kind of turned that into a vacation. Right. Um, but like, I got to see both coasts. I got to see Mexico right across the border. I got to see, you know, Houston, Texas. I got to see Savannah, Georgia. I got to see Washington, DC. I got to see Los Angeles. I got, to, you know, I mean like yeah. all from a very, 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 high altitude <laughs> you know what i'm right. saying anesthetize or, very or much sanitize, so sanitize. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 um and so i think that like that's another thing that i'm starting to i mean i've known that for a long time 
mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. I started to venture out on my own into some of those towns from a slightly different perspective, mm-hmm. you know, right. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, uh, like, Oh yeah, we weren't really where the shit was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we were where the nice dinners were. Right. Which right. is fine. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like a nice dinner. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 really cool. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just kind of still chewing on your idea of like, you can't. Yeah, you have to see things from a. I mean, that's that's the important thing about travel. You know what I mean? Like, and I appreciate I I really appreciate this conversation because I'm on the cusp of taking a trip soon too, mm-hmm. and it's to, to a, a very to one of my favorite places in the world. Yeah, I'm going to Northern California. You, I hate I, you so much for this trip. I hope uh, you have we, a great time. We just booked a sailboat cruise on Lake Tahoe, my wife and I. So. I hate you so much right now. Uh, but it's like I can get I, I get pre-trip anxiety just because I'm like, oh God, what if I forget my toothbrush or you know what I mean? It's stupid. It's like, well, they don't they'll, have they'll have it at the hotel. They can get you one. Dude, when I went to London, I had so many fears like that. And it's like we're going to London. It's not right. like it's a, uh, you know, it's not like the Sahara desert. There's going to be, right. Right. you know what I mean? They make, they'll, they'll, they'll have a little travel size toothbrush for your ass. Yes, they will. Well, not for my ass. I do use something else for that. Um, oh my God. uh, <laughs> but I get like tr- pre trip scaries now. Yeah. And this, this conversation is helping me not because I'm going to any, you know, I'm going to a really wonderful area and place, but it's You're going to a mat. One of the most, wonderful places on earth i'm very excited i've never been there <sighs> but I, but i'm also it's like you know the the sense of adventure i've i've definitely i've talked about it on this podcast before but like i thought that like once things were safe to and was vaccinated and all this stuff i'd be just chomping at the bit to go do all the things and it's mm-hmm. kind of been it's kind of been a kiddie pool scenario you oh, know yeah. i'm dipping my toes this is kind of a big trip and i'm i'm looking forward to the adventure yeah. and looking at the different perspective and experiencing the different environment and the different landscape and when you put it like that's like I'm going to go and enjoy a different environment a different landscape and have a different adventure and take it all in and see the good, the bad, and and whatever is in front of me. That is the right attitude about taking any sort of leap, whether that be a trip or a new job or, you know, whatever. It's like um, the, the letting go of the expectation that it's all going to be fun and games and joy and everything I want. It's like, well, no, there's going to be all – it's it's all going to be there and you're going to experience That's it. That's one thing I had to kind of adjust to like, Oh, right. Travel's a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> Travel, yeah. Like yeah. Checking into a hotel was a hassle. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, like, yeah. you know, mostly kept cool. We had a couple issues and we just got them resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just standing in line and, you know, being patient is totally my strong suit as you well know. And Oh yeah. You're really, yeah. Super you're patient. A, yeah. Yeah. A pillar of patience. Yeah. I think I did pretty good on this trip actually. Like I, I, I maybe alked out once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what, what was that? Um, I just like Saturday, like we we're like, we're kind of in that place of like, we've been hitting it hard, tired yeah, and yeah. just kind of, uh, I'm in a place where I don't care about any of this right now yep done spent i'm yeah. out yep. but you know but then we went and got some ramen and it was fine oh that that'll cure it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah weirdly the ramen that we had was not as good as the stuff that they used to have down that nader what was that place called 
Amu Mamet. Amu yeah, yeah, Ramen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was better. Amu Mamu. I don't know what it's called. Amu Ramen, I think. Amu Ramen. Yeah, that was it better. It wasn't as the, good. The stuff we had in Chicago wasn't as good as, as Amu Ramen. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a heavy statement. That's I, what I'm saying. Like we The best ramen I ever had was at this in uh like uh in Los Angeles. Oh. Best ramen I've ever I mean, not to not to you know rain on, on the parade, but I yeah, I just I thought it was way, way better than that stuff. But well just saying typical Southern California. It's better. It's, it's better be- down there. <laughs> Everything's better. Everything's it's better. the golden shore. There's now I'm getting really, excited. There, there's really nothing else to see anywhere. There's really not. You, there really isn't. I, there is some, dude. I think having lived, even you live there longer than a year, you do kind of have like a California exceptionalism, you know? Like, yeah, it's that's. We're, I mean, yeah, we pay out the nose, and it's, you know, spend half our kind, lives sitting in our car waiting to waiting for the next avalanche, right? And there's fire. fires, all there's or mudslides, right? But, or earthquakes, but it's really just better here. <laughs> it's better here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not yeah, yeah we'll just wait and just wait when the sea starts to rise yeah that yeah uh, arizona bay right as right, yeah, uh yeah. maynard uh-huh. from tool puts it yeah that's funny learn to swim right mm. uh-huh so yeah i don't know was, was, the there sh- a, was there a point well, to all that? there is a point but before we get to the point i want to uh-huh. have some more fun uh-huh. how was the dark star Orbica oh they were so good show? they were so yeah. good they're great they're just amazing that was a 3010th concert that's and a, a that's what I was. What? Tra- yeah, they've played. They've played almost eight hundred more concerts than the Grateful Dead ever played. No shit. Uh huh. Yeah. That's and awesome. with the. I mean, the drummer. I mean, they're not entirely all founding members, but pretty close. Like yeah. Rob Eaton's been there since '99. Wow. Yeah, but the the star of the show was Skip Vangelis on bass. I love that guy. Mm. They played a '76 show, and his bass sounded so good. And here's the thing: like, it's my first time seeing him. And the mm. bass player that I saw them with previously, like he played the notes, like he played kind of like Phil Esch, mm-hmm. but he didn't have the personality, which I think is a pretty, like the absolute glee mm-hmm. at destroying mm-hmm. people with low frequencies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he like laying the, the, the 1976 Phil bombs were in full effect. I mean, oh, nice. the other one and Slipknot yeah, and yeah. And that was the thing is that like, I was really hoping because my family was there that it would be just a fun show, you know, yeah, yeah. With a little bit of drums and a little short space, but mostly just rock and roll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was a 76 show. The second, so the second set was basically Slipknot and the other one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you went know? on a journey. And, you and were going drums. on a long, and yeah, Slipknot yeah. got dark and long mm. and sinister, which was really great for tired kids surrounded by people that were kind of scary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. And so like, there was a few moments where I was like, it was actually took me back to my first Grateful Dead concert where I had this, this thought, I really wish they'd play some nice music, (laughs) but that was not on the menu for the night. They just kept digging. I just want to hear truck it or sugary or sugar magnolia. I wanted Scarlet fire into the world into he's gone little drums, little space into Stella blue into going down the road, feeling bad into love light. Just give, you know, the, bring out the joy bubbles, you know, nope. and then nope. cap it off with the sugar, you know, just something like that. No, 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 it was, it got dark and weird and sinister. And, <laughs> and then it went to drums for 10 minutes, you know, and it's just, <laughs> I loved it. You know, yes, right, right, right. everybody else was like, 
In fact, Francesca said after the first set, she's like, I like it more when they're singing. <laughs> Which is perfect. I like, I yeah. just I said, well, kid, this next part's going to make you crazy because there's. <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, well, just hold on tight because we're not going to get there for a minute. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was. But, but uh, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. Like it's, you know, to quote the song, it's not the real thing, but it's close enough to pretend. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're so well, good. I, I, you should go to Red Rocks. I thought, I thought about going to Red Rocks and then yeah. Billy and the kids are playing on the 13th. So yeah. See, I, once I so that's, it's like, we had kind of thought about doing that for one of the kids' birthdays. Cause it falls on that right. birthday, but we're not gonna, uh, we, we pulled that. No. Yeah. Just because we should probably do what they want to do for their birthday. <laughs> hey, it's your birthday. We're going to take you to my favorite kind of music. <laughs> exactly right. Not yours. Ours. Not yours. You, and no, your friends can't come, but it's going to be great for you, us. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that I feel like, you know, we've, we've matured as parents and yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Oh, God. well, that's really cool, dude. I'm glad you guys got to get out there. And I think that like, what, I don't know, you, you were going to say earlier, like, have we learned anything to be, is there a point to all that? I mean, the, 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 if you can't, if you can't harness the lesson from the experiences that you're having while you're having them, then there's no way you're going to grow on anything larger, anything right. bigger happening. You know, it's like, I th- I just think it's really fascinating. I mean, I I thought about that when it kind of and forgive the the comparison, but it kind of reminded me when a loved one very close to me was kind of getting clean and sober, and mm-hmm. I took them to a meeting, and I was like, I felt the meeting working or not working every moment to every moment because this person that I care about deeply was there, and I was mm-hmm. like. Is the, how are they doing? Is this right. happening? Are they going to shake? I, should I make him shake? Should, should, you know, should right. we do this? What's this? Does he have enough coffee? Is the coffee good enough? Oh my God, the coffee's bad. He's not going to ever come back. And, uh, kind of legit, and, you know, when you take your loved ones to this yeah. on an adventure, you're, you, you see the world through their eyes. You, mm-hmm. you know, you, you wake up here and find out you're the eyes of the world, Steve. Amen. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the point. And like, also what I'm, what I'm gleaning from your experience is that um, to have an adventure and to like be totally. present. Well, and that's the thing that's, and I know it, like it seems to be that spending money on experiences is a better value than spending money on stuff. Dude. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm also a little like, Jesus, we're dropping some coin on going yeah, to, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's like, right. no, dude, yeah, go. Have Here's fun. Not, like we don't buy each other Christmas presents or birthday presents with it, unless it's doing something. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So, well, I you know, I I still have some friends in Lake Tahoe. It's been a long time since I've been there. I was only there for 2 years, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty formative couple of years and you know, I have some friends from that time period that are doing really well out there and cool. it's yeah. And it's just still just, I, I would be really curious to see how that area has changed since I left in 1994. So it was a long yeah. time ago. Right. I have a feeling it's changed a lot. Sure. Because South sure. side, the Chicago shore, or yeah, Chicago, God, Cal- California, South Lake Tahoe was mm-hmm. um, less wealthy. 
I guess it's how oh, really? there's a couple of hotels up at State Line. That's yeah. where Harvey's and Harris and Caesars and you know the casinos and the embassy suites. But the rest right. of the South Shore was pretty it's like where the service people lived. Yeah, yeah. And where the like degenerate gamblers would come up and stay in the cheap motels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Um, and the ski bums and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and the North Shore and the Nevada side was more moneyed. Ah. At least that was my impression at sure. the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. All I know is at the time you could live on the South Shore for cheap, relatively speaking. Huh. Just pile well, a couple guys into a house and you know. If there's uh, any spots like you know, if there's any spots you want me to take photos of just so you can compare and contrast, I'm oh, happy to do it because that's where we're staying. I mean, we're going to be in a different part of California for the first few days, but then, it, you know, the latter half of the trip is going to be in, you know, South Lake Tahoe. So Really? Oh, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah. You're going to have a great time. The, we got the, an Airbnb with a Zen garden and a hot tub. We're going to be all right. That sounds okay. Sounds all right. Um, yeah, man, I really think, and this is something like I want you to take a mental picture while you're out there because when you come over those, where, where are you flying into or how are you getting there? Where, okay, how are you so coming in to Tahoe? Are you driving up from San Francisco? No, we're flying into Sacramento and then we're going to be in, in Nevada City, California. Oh my for God, a few, serious? Yeah, for a few oh, days. Oh, I got stories about Nevada City. Oh, I can't. Give me one. No, I can't. That's for the <laughs> Patreon version. <laughs> We'll we'll stop recording and I want to hear I want to hear oh, Nevada City God. story. But yeah, so we're gonna be that's in Nevada a, that's, City. That's God's country. Well, dude, that's where our sister my you know, where my sister in law is getting married, and so we're wow. gonna be there mm-hmm. for half the time or most of the time, really. <laughs> and then we're then from there we're driving to Tahoe. Oh my gosh. I spent a really, really, really intense weekend in Nevada City. Sweet. In May of would have been like May of ninety three, probably. Wow. It was a May Day celebration. It's a long story. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we're gonna so be. Then, you're, then, then you're, we fly oh. out we fly we're then we're driving to, to Tahoe and then we fly out of Reno. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you'll drive the, the drive from Tahoe to Reno is fun. Okay. Sweet. Um kind of go down the mountains is really pretty. But my point is that when you come over the hill, when you come over the mountain crest, you'll probably come in on I don't know how whatever. You'll come up over the mountain crest, yeah, and you'll see the lake. Yeah. And and the bottom will fall out. Yes. I'm here for it. Yep, it's amazing. And then uh and so yeah, like toward what that and I've told you this a million times. I tell it when I speak at the podium or whatever at the secret meetings that <laughs> like how I knew the moment I realized the moment like how just dead I was inside. Yeah. When I looked at that and didn't feel anything. Ooh. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and well, like, that's I, I realized that and went, oh, this is so bad. We were <laughs> that's OK. That 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 hits me because we were with uh, some friends. We went to Austin a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. I was, there was like I was kind of talking. I was on the golf course with them or something or maybe Kirsten was there. I don't remember. And we're like, yeah, it's going to be wedding shenanigans, though. And it's going to be stressful. And there's going to be lots of people around. Hopefully we get to enjoy it. And he's like, you've never been to Tahoe, have you? And I'm like, no. And he's like, it won't matter. Like right. whatever's the, you will be in such a beautiful part of the world, yeah. whatever stress that you're going to try to manufacture won't matter. But right. so that rings true when you say that, like you were so far gone that you looked at this, you know, God's I mean, majestic God's creation, heavenly and everything, yeah, 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 the whole thing. deal and eh. nothing. I feel dead inside. I feel nothing. Kind of. I mean, yeah, it was really, it was a moment, you know, it was a transformative moment actually. Yeah. 
right. just like the first time I saw that lake was mm. the first time driving up from Reno. We came in up from Reno and came over over the the crest and mm -hmm. everything just dropped out. Mm. You know, mm. the, the view and the just like you're talking about the energy of Chicago down yeah, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Lake Tahoe has an energy. Yeah. Okay. That is um uh, it's powerful. That's I'll just leave yeah. it at that. You know, you'll cool. you'll see. I'm you'll stoked. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, did we fix anything? I don't know. Yep, we fixed all of it, man. Oh good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I guess my what what what's been rolling around my brain and I, I'm having a hard time articulating is that travel's good. Yeah. Get out and see things, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Right. Get even out if and have experiences. Even even if it's like driving 30 miles north of Lincoln or where for wherever wherever you live and seeing seeing it differently. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And be with that experience. That's what I'm taking away from your Chicago story is like don't just go there and like I'm going to check these things off the list and do the things like be oh, with that experience. Thought. Yeah, be with your experience, the suffering, the good, the joy, the frustration, the like, pizza. <laughs> the pizza like yeah. Yeah, be be with all. Let it all happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm shit, really, I I'm really. I didn't know I needed that. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to hear about Lake Tahoe. Yeah, man. Your experience there. I'll the Zen Garden sounds nice. Yeah, I'll send you some photos of the Airbnb we're staying. The two of them that we're staying in. Pretty stoked. Far out. Yeah, I've never done an Airbnb thing, dude. I, Why, dude when we go see a show that's what we're doing all right no more no more weird hotels man no more weird hotels oh that no. one place we stayed in boulder was awesome it was awesome you're right but it you can like, get more it, bang it was like if dr teeth and electric mayhem ran a hotel golden teeth and golden toes welcome to my presence no i <laughs> i welcome I, to room 106 <laughs> seems that the frog and the bear oh damn it i can't even finish the quote <laughs> Uh, sure don't look like Presbyterians to me. Um, <laughs> though we got to do an Airbnb because you get more bang for your buck, I think. That's okay. All right. You know? All right. <sighs> Whatever. I'm telling you. I'll send you lots of photos. Okay, I'll send, I'll, I'll follow, follow, follow see, me personally okay, so on Instagram. What? See if um, Izzy's Burger Spa still exists. I'm burger serious. Burger Spa? Izzy's Burger Spa. They had a burger called the Onion Orgy. I want to have an onion orgy. Yeah, you do. I wonder if I can actually. sweet talk Kirsten into an onion orgy. Uh, and then also uh, the Red Hut for breakfast. The Red Hut. Is it like the a greasy hut. spoon? It's a Red Hut that serves breakfast inside of it. It's great. Okay. Yep. All At right. least it was. And then, oh, also Sprouts, which I'm pretty sure still exists. It's like Is a that health food it's like a health food store veggie and they have a deli it's a chain right i don't think so i mean oh, well they have a sprouts in denver i've been well to. whatever maybe they do maybe it is now i mean this is a long time ago but sprouts huh. had this sandwich called the tahoe turkey that was the bomb mm. anyway burger Memories. spa i just i just like sitting in a burger spa uh, sitting like getting my foot rubbed in like a hot tub eating burgers with the onions falling into the hot water is that what is that what i get to do because that <laughs> no it is I'm not it's literally it's literally a shack that serves burgers why do they call it a spa i'm really mad <laughs> well the, you just sink your teeth into an, uh, into an onion orgy and you'll understand where the spa comes from 
I don't know, man. I'm a little skeptical of that. Well, it's fine. Whatever. I want to sit. I want to sit. Remember, I want to sit in a bur- <laughs> like the tubbery. Remember the tubbery oh, downtown? No, yes. Yeah. Gross. I want to cook in in the in the onion juice, the onion fried. Yeah. <laughs> Watch hey, the man, onion rings what float. You do in, what you do in your Airbnb is that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yep. We're gonna get full, we're gonna go full on tubbery, a la 1999 on that. Rose. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, the oh tubbery was this business that was like in downtown Lincoln, and you just paid for a hot tub, but it was there was like seven hot tubs, and you just like rented one. So and it was very weird. It was very weird. But here's the thing: there was a place like that in Tahoe. Same deal, but the it wasn't in this weird grotto thing. They were kind of exposed, so mm, you could. Mm-hmm. They were kind of outside. And oh so yeah! Could, right on. And so, man, I tell you that hot tub with a bottle of Jägermeister and some close friends <laughs> and the view of like the mountains. And yeah, that was a whole different thing. It didn't, did matter wanna... if it, was, it didn't matter if the water was gross because we had all was it a hot. Was it a natural hot springs or was no, it, it was just hot tubs? Dude, we went to one in Montana that was like natural spring water that they that came up, came out like because it was being cooked from, you know. Mm, yeah under the i know there's a scientific way to say it i'm just like they were just like cooking this water underneath the crust of the earth man and then we just sat in it it was great but it was like that's what it was sounds great yeah anyway see the world yeah leave 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 your bubble for a minute guys and gals and non-binary pals go see the world a little bit sure highly recommend Mm -hmm. two thumbs up for the world (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna almost did a Borat impression. That's when you know we gotta cut it off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so email the podcast at ttbb at gmail. No, nope. oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> T- hold on. Take two. Uh email the podcast at ttbb podcast at gmail.com or follow no, us on inst at trying to be better podcast, podcast. on on the Instagram, please. Do we need to do more of that? I feel like like, oh do we no! Need to do more social. I don't know. Like a Facebook? Oh God! I don't think I'm. That's what I'm old little... people use. Well, do we, need to, do we just need to start doing the Snapchat? Oh, and TikTok. TikTok. We need to start making t- funny TikTok videos. Nope. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, nope. Yeah, we don't have to do that. And I've okay. been a real slacker on Instagram, and and last week I apologized for it, and today I'm kind of not gonna apologize for it. Good. Yeah, don't. Summer. It's summer hours, man. Right. <laughs> Right. You get what you get out there, you y'all. You <laughs> You're just y'all are lucky we're even doing this right now. My microphone's broke. It's a Monday night. This is Yeah. Y'all are lucky. Lucky. You're lucky to have us. <laughs> I was about to spit my water all over my laptop. Might as well. talk to you. Alright, love you, Steve. Love you, too. Later.
Thank <laughs> you. 